We make a lot of jokes here at LAW The Walking Dead Review, but one thing is for sure. There ain't no party like a West Coast party. Because a West Coast party don't stop. LIW, The Walking Dead, and Fear the Walking Dead Review. Hello, citizens. Welcome to LIW, The Walking Dead Comic Review. Uh, this is episode 108 of the whatever show, the collective show. All the shows that I do on this podcast here, it's 108. Uh, today's episode is The Walking Dead Comic, like I said, chapter 26, Call to Arms. Because these arms are calling, so you better to them. I don't know what I'm doing anymore. Uh, I, I originally planned on doing back-to-back all four of these chapters, uh, chapter 25 through 28, and sit here and just get them, get them, bang them out real quick, get them over with. And then if you listen back to 25, chapter 25 episode, I was like on a roll there, and at the very end I did a Negan impression. Uh, it wasn't even like his voice. It was just this weird character he was doing. And then I like threw out my goddamn voice, and I could barely finish a show. My, my voice is seriously fucked up. I had to edit for the first time in podcast. I haven't edited a podcast, like, seriously edited out content in a while, but I, I kept coughing at the end. I, had to, I, I kept one in there because I turned it into something. I couldn't edit around that one. But I had to take a little break there, so it's a couple hours later. Here I am. You don't care. You're listening to these in different orders, different times. It doesn't matter. I just, I'm just going through what I'm going through. Anyway, it's really it's a it's a struggle when you podcast and when you do comedy and it's just uh, talking all day, all day long. Sometimes I'll talk uh, seriously fifteen hours a day. Uh, my, my day job is just talking for ten hours, and then if I do any podcast or anything, that's just additional talking. So my voice goes out if you listen to the show. It goes out fairly easily. It's crazy. It's uh anyway. Voice is strong. Voice is uh, healthy. I'm gonna stay away from any uh, grunting and groaning and, and deep voice characters. No, no, that like I'm not gonna do my Billy Bob from Sling Blade impression today. Uh, for once, I figure for one podcast, just once, I'm not gonna do my Billy Bob from Sling Braid, Sling Blade, not Braid, Sling Braid. I don't know what that means. Anyway, uh, today's episode is called Arms. Like I said, it's the second half of of book number. 13. I had to think there, even though I could just divide the chapter in half. Anyway, let's let's figure it out here. The at the end of the last uh, chapter, there, Rick is talking about training the military there and and going after the whispers. This is all coming into fruition because he's training the military at the beginning of this. Dwight is leading. He's he doesn't want to be a leader, but then, but then he leads all the training for the military. I, I was like, do you not want to lead or do you? You got to make up your mind, bro. You got you got to choose one and stick with it. I don't. I don't want to lead, but I'll lead. <laughs> I'll, I'll be the, 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 the chief of this. Uh, I, I don't know, dude. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. Anyway, Rick starts to fight some zombies because some newbies can't do it. And then he gets a, he kills them just fine. And then afterwards, he's just like, I'm a liability. I can't be here. I can't help you guys anymore. I have, I'm hobbled. I have one leg, pretty much. One good leg. I have one hand. I have a hook on another one. And uh, Shit's, I'm basically falling apart by the chapter, and it's just not good for me. I'm not good out here. I need to stay behind in my, my iron castle and just uh, shout commands from the rooftop. Uh, he's, he's, he can't do it anymore, which is, I, I got to admit, not that exciting. I, I like Rick in the show better because he can still do things. He's, he's your driving force of the show. You got you to gotta see him do some shit. I feel like he gets his ass kicked by Maggie, for Christ's sake, in the last chapter. I don't... I don't know how how much more of a pussy he can be. She's 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 Maggie. I don't. 
I can't picture it. It's so fucking weird. Anyway, and in the TV show, they kind of flash forwarded there. I haven't watched the newest newest episode there, but in eight hundred one there, they kind of show him with a. He's got the, he's, he got his cane. He's walking around. He's got this weird like military mullet cut. I don't know what the hell it is. It's all white. His hair is like full on white. There he gets out of a bed and I was like, oh, are they doing this here too? So Negan really fucks up his leg, huh? I guess they're doing this. That sucks. I really hope it's a dream sequence because it's going to suck to have our main character in the show do that. Because the show is very different from the comic. The comic, you don't really notice if he's not doing much. But in the show, it's going to be very obvious because your main character is not going to be doing shit. Anyway, uh, yeah, back to this. So Maggie is going to go back to the hilltop. She's been staying at uh, Alexandria because of that little festival festival there that turned into a, a bunch of beheadings. Which is, uh, honestly, it's the, the culmination of a great festival for me. That's a, It's not a good festival until all of your friends get beheaded and their heads put on pikes and on a fence. That's how you know it's a great party there. It's a good good times, seeing, seeing your friends there. You can, you can wave at them as you leave, because they're all just right there staring at you. They're not going anywhere until the, until the crows get to them. Anyway, uh, where the hell am I going with this? Rick, uh, Rick goes, when you get back there, let Carl and, Carl and Lydia know that they can come back here. It's all calm down because I got a plan now. She's like, I, I can do that, bro. That's how Maggie talks. After she kicked his ass, she, she owns this bitch ass. Father Gabriel wants... Sorry, I, I popped that F. I didn't know that was possible. Father Gabriel wants to be a soldier. Uh, it, this happens in the TV show, and he keeps saying it over and over in the TV show. And then he keeps like learning how to use guns a little bit, and then he forgets he doesn't want to kill, and then he's like, I don't want to kill anymore. Cut to 14 episodes later, he's like, I want to learn how to use guns. I'm like, you already did this. Where did you did this. Come on, dude. Stick with it or, or, or fucking kill yourself. I don't care. Or just stay in the church all day. That's fine. If that's what you want to do, you have a purpose there. Uh, make, make, make up your mind, bro. Uh, yeah, he wants to be a soldier. He wants to be trained. And Rick convinces Michonne to lead the kingdom. I think I mentioned this in the last episode, thinking it happened in the chapter 25. It happens right here. And she's like, yeah, I can do that, I guess. Instead of going back on the, on the ship where I'm not useful at all, I guess I can do that. And they never really follow through with it. I guess the, the war with the Whisperers got in the way. Speaking of that, chapter 27 is called the Whisperer War. Anyway, the... Eugene finally gets a hold of someone. I popped another F. That was amazing. Finally gets a hold of someone on the radio. And then they, they start talking about trust. Like, I'm not going to reveal where I am. You don't reveal where you are. We need to build up trust here. It's going to take a while. And he's like, all right, that's, that's fine. I can do that. That's, that doesn't sound anything like him. What the hell is I doing right there? He's like, yeah, I can, I can uh, understand that. We can definitely, let's just talk about this, you know? And they start chit-chatting. I think he's like doing a, a speaking jerk. He's like, yeah, what do you look like, though? You don't tell me your name or where you are. Fucking, what do you, come on, man, I'm lonely. I got a mullet. My girlfriend just died. Come on. Rosita's dead. She, her head was on a spike in the fucking, in the woods. Oh, God. Uh, or in a field. What the fuck it was. He told me, oh, I'm sick of you. Bye. That's my impression of Eugene there. Having a, a, a quaint conversation with this lad, this lady. Excuse me, not lad. That's creepy. That's even creepier. The mullet just suggests he would talk to a lad, though. Anyway, Brandon, uh, Starts to get all pissy over Rick. He hates Rick. He beats up Rick. And then Rick almost chokes him out, but Maggie makes him stop. Or Andrea makes him stop. I forget who the fuck made him stop. I don't fucking care. Doesn't matter. Michonne? Who fucking... I think it was Michonne. And then he's like, I wasn't going to kill him. And she's like, uh-huh. That's super. She sure seemed like it. And then Brandon talks to Negan in the basement there, lets him out. And then they escape with Maggie's group by sneaking in there. And then... uh. So there, so uh, Negan's out, and I was like, it happens like this, huh? 
It's just that that easy. Because if you remember one chapter, uh, I, I can't forget the fuck it was, left Negan's gate unlocked, and he just le- leaves a, the gate be open, doesn't leave. And it really makes you question what Negan's purpose is, what his, what his method is, what he's planning, what he's plotting, what he's scheming, I guess is the best word. Negan's a schemer. It sounds so racist for some reason. He, you know those fucking schemers from over there, you know? Go back to Schemersburg. Uh, anyway, he's, he's free. So they're, they're leaving. They eventually break off with Maggie's group going in the woods. Uh, back at Alexandria, a guy shoots someone thinking that they're a whisperer. He's got this whole paranoia thing going on there. It's just like, I thought he was, I'd never seen him before. I didn't know who it was. And it was like, yeah, dude, he's from the hilltop. Like, calm down. Like, Jesus Christ. And then he thinks Rick's going to kill him, but Rick doesn't. And then it's a, this is scary. This is the scariest part of the world for me. I always mention this. I mentioned this before on, on, and I believe it was this show, maybe the Twilight Zone review show I do, where this is uh, more scary to me than the zombie apocalypse. This is just uh, total and utter social chaos where people are so goddamn scared. Because scared people, Scared, dumb people are fucking terrifying because they are so reckless and they're willing to do anything to protect their, their little bubble, their little world. They'll, they'll fucking kill children. It gets, it's fucking terrifying to me. It it's really is. It's scarier than the zombies because you can just walk around these zombies or you just get eaten. I don't have to sit here and, and fear them. I'm just like, yeah, they're there. I'm here. I can handle this. But this is like, this guy's sleeping two houses away. If he thinks my child... Is a whisperer. I don't know what the fuck he's gonna do. Like, I, I, this is terrifying. This is a. a I don't want to live in this world. This is not worth it to me. And and it makes me want to kill him because he's plotting against me. And therefore, I'm just creating more. Oh my god, this is a vicious cycle. I need to move on. So, Negan is. They're arriving at the whisperer's camp. They're finding. They're tracking him down. He he's like, he keeps making fun of Brandon the entire way there. And he's like. He's like, oh, God, I don't want to have to fucking kill you, kid, if you just keep, you know, shut your fucking mouth and, and be useful. Maybe I'm going to have to kill you. And that's a little motherfucking respect I have for you. I'm talking about motherfucking killing you right in front of your fucking face. And he swears that much. And Brandon's is like, okay, I'm sorry. And then uh, he, Negan just goddamn kills him. He, just, he stabs him and just leaves him there. <laughs> and then he, he just murders the son bitch and then walks off. And I was like, okay, so keep this in mind. Negan just killed a child. Okay, so there's that. Keep that in mind for later. All right, we're gonna, we're gonna put a pin in that. We're gonna shelve that away. I'll bring that, uh, open that drawer when we get to the to my point later. Anyway, uh, Eugene is on the radio talking some more, and I don't know why I wrote this in my note. It made sense when I was reading it. I don't know what it means anymore. Uh, he sounds like the guy he's talking to is Nick from the Fear the Walking Dead. I'm getting just going off what they were talking about. I really have to go back and reread this. It ends up being a woman, but they don't say. You know, it's a, it's a goddamn comic book, and it's just a, a bubble box coming out of a radio. So you don't get a gender applied to that until later on when she gives up her name. So I was like, it, that'd be sweet if he was talking to Nick from Fear the Walking Dead or someone someone from the walk, Fear the Walking Dead. That'd be a cool little crossover. That'd, that'd be fun. But no, it's just some girl, and they're in Ohio later on. We find that out. I'm spoiling it now. I don't give a shit. It doesn't matter. Andrea reveals, are they setting up their next, I'm going back to that Eugene radio thing, are they setting up the next place that they're going to go when Alexandria falls eventually? Are they setting that up? Uh, maybe. I don't know. It's possible. That's the only thing I can really think that this would matter at all. Uh, then, do you know how far is away it is from D.C. to Ohio? It's so goddamn far. So maybe they're not doing that because that is ridiculously far. That is... 
a quarter of the country away. That is so, so goddamn far, especially in this world. Especially in this world, in the comic, because they don't have cars in the comic. They're all on fucking horseback. So that trek alone, it's going to be like the goddamn, uh, like, 16, 1700s, where they're just like, oh, I guess it'd be later, the 1800s, like the Oregon Trail, where it's just like, everyone died, and, and their children got there eventually. Like, th- this is way more dangerous than it was then, because you're dealing with, yes, food and water issues there. Not a lot of wildlife to hunt anymore. And then, you know, also just as a couple things here, murderous uh, psychopaths, sometimes cannibals, and also like, uh, you know, the Walking Dead. The just zombies, just I mean I realize the people are supposed to be the Walking Dead. That's the whole thing, but you know you know the zombies that are eat your goddamn face. Uh, the the, the uh, people back in the eighteen hundreds didn't have to worry about that so much. Uh, it's much much more dangerous, much more dangerous. A lot more water in this side of the country than there is in the West Coast when they're traveling over there to California and shit. But you know what I mean. Uh, still more dangerous now, which is they're, they're not going to make it there. So if they make it there somehow, I call bullshit. I, sh- I call shenanigans. I call I, I say nay nay. Nay, I don't believe it. Anyway, I need to move on. Andrea reveals that Rick has some missing teeth because of uh, fucking Brandon beating in his face. And then, so, if you're, for those paying attention, Rick has been, uh, I believe he was stabbed early on. He was shot in the, in the opening of, of the series. That's, how he's, that's why he's in the hospital. He, I, I think he got stabbed after that. I cannot remember. But then, uh, you know, Governor cuts off his hand. Negan breaks his knee. Now he's missing teeth. He's just going to, like... He's going to be alive, but he's going to be like a, a, a torso with a head and no limbs, just sitting in a chair, barking out orders and still fending off people that want to beat him up. It's going to be ridiculous. It's going to be so over the top stupid. He's just like falling apart piece by piece here. Large piece by large piece, too. Your hand's pretty important. Anyway, uh, where, where the hell was I? Uh, Aaron and Michonne are out and about. They meet the Whisperers. They start a fight there. Because they crossed, the, they're looking for Negan. Uh, because they all realized Negan was gone, they're looking for him. They run into the whispers, and they're like, "You are in our land." And Beta's there, and then Aaron gets stabbed in the stomach, and then uh, eventually Dwight shows up and scares them all away. They they leave to bring Aaron back. Someone just screamed outside the studio here, and uh, I'm worried someone's being murdered. But you know what? The podcast must go on. This is more important than a murder. It's got. I got to be honest. It really is to me. And they're still screaming, so uh, I'm just gonna go ahead and talk louder, so I don't, I don't, I, even I don't have to hear it because I have these headphones on. Anyway, oh, it's, uh, yep, still going on. Anyway, so Michonne arrives at Hilltop with with Aaron. They bring him back there to get treated there, and this is when I was my note was like they're all on horses in the in this in the, in the TV show. They're on in cars and they travel everywhere, and it's so much more entertaining when they're in cars because you can do more. And I think they don't want to pay horses. Horse actors are expensive, and they're notorious assholes too. You know. Uh, it's like, uh, you get those, those horses with egos and they, they want to demand more and more money every episode and they want, you know, the best food and, and they don't want to, the best carrots and best sugar cubes. And like, they just become assholes. So they're like, you know what, let's just get some cars in here. We'll just have those cars are far less demanding. I mean, they, they still want good food cars, but not so much. It's, it's, it's a lot easier to work with than, than a horse actor. That's my only theory. I don't know. <laughs> the fuck am I talking about? Jesus Christ. What a, this is my life right here. Uh, last note here. Uh, Negan basically arrives with the Whisperers. They decide to initiate him into the gang there. And then he... The, the whole end of the chapter there is Negan learning the ways of, of the Whisperers. 
and being, you know, he's like, I want my skin. They're like, you learn that one. You, you get that much later. And he's walking around camp and he's learning and he's, he's hunting and he's uh, doing all this shit, like making the suits. Uh, who fucking knows what he's doing? It's a lot of shit. I forget what exactly what it was, but he, uh, he's learning their ways. It's a cool little montage there. I like seeing Negan in a different element. It was very interesting. Uh, later on he goes to, he lays down for bed and they're like, you got to sleep outside the camp. Blah, blah. It's like fucking high school. And he's like, okay. And he just sneaks off and he, he goes over to the alpha and he's like trying to flirt with her. And she's like, shut the fuck up, dude. And he's like, I'm sorry. The alpha starts crying over her daughter. She's like, I miss Lydia, but she's better than this place. I'm not strong. These people just follow me cause I, I killed the guy and now, now I'm just a leader, but I don't deserve to be. And he's like, yeah, you do. You're strong. You can do it. Like when I when I led, my men were, you know, they they didn't realize who I really was, and he, I wasn't a good leader either. And he gets really emotional there. And then this is what I mentioned in, in episode or chapter twenty five episode where I was like, remember this because it's the the this is the mirror version of that because in twenty five Alpha starts to cry in front of a guy, she kills him because he she doesn't want him telling anyone and making her seem weak, and she'll lose her position as Alpha. And then Negan does the exact same thing. He, he gets all emotional to her. And then he fucking kills her. He kills Alpha. He cuts off her goddamn head and proceeds to walk back to camp being like, I'm going to show this head to Rick. He's going to be so excited. <laughs> I was like, what is Negan's plan? Because he, he seems like he's willing to work with Rick and he wants to work with him. But then if he did, like, he can't be all that good because he murdered Brandon in the field. This is what I was saying. I'll bring this back later. He, he fucking killed this child in the middle of a field, and he's just like, yep, I'm a good guy now. Uh, anyway, <clears throat> fuck you, Brandon. <laughs> See you later, teenager. <laughs> I'm going to go do some good deeds now. Like, what the fuck, dude? You, you're, you're doing both sides here. You're, you're good and evil. He, oh, my God, I couldn't follow up. I, I think he's just saying Brandon was fucking useless. He knows he's a piece of shit. And Brandon, portray, or, or not portrayed, uh, <laughs> betrayed uh, Alexandria. So he's like, fuck this kid. Much like he did with... Uh, Spencer, where he, he killed Spencer because he's trying to uh, go around, uh, go behind uh, Rick's back there. I think he's doing the same thing here. That's my, I guess that's my running theory there. And I love Negan's whole thing because you don't know if he's good or bad, and they don't really answer it at all yet. So I'm really curious to see how it plays out after, yeah, for chapter 29. Anyway, I have to wait like a goddamn year to find out. Anyway, um, that's the end of the chapter there. Really good chapter. I love, I love that he, <laughs> I love everything with Negan there when he's learning their ways, and then he's fucking beheads the goddamn lady. I'm losing my voice again at the end of this. My voice is just shot. I think I'm done for the day. Anyway, so until next time, and in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. Go to liwstudios.com, liwstudios.com, loitering in Wonderland on YouTube. Until next time, in the meantime, like I said again, I'm Phoenix West. So long, citizens.